Welcome to Season 8 of the Art of Teaching podcast. My name is Matthew Green and I'm so grateful that you've joined me today. Before we get started with our discussion, I would like to acknowledge the Darawal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording, and I'd like to pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. I respect and honour Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Elders past, present and future, and I acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people on this land. It's school holidays here in Australia and we're all taking a well-deserved rest. I thought today I would share a snippet of a much larger conversation that I had with the amazing Dr. Anatha Jurapaya. Dr. Anatha is the director of UNESCO's Mahatma Gandhi Institute of Education for Peace and Sustainable Development. It's located in Delhi, India, and is UNESCO's first Category 1 Institute in the Asia-Pacific region. Dr. Anatha is presently focusing on researching and exploring how firing Gandhi's neurons can be integrated into the educational curriculum of the formal, informal, and non-formal education systems around the globe. In this snippet, we talked about why it's just bad economic practice when we don't listen to the clients, or in our case, our students. New frontiers in education and lessons learned from Mahatma Gandhi. The full episode will be linked in the show notes. We are a very small, more fragile planet, so we need to think collaboratively. We need to put our resources into more productive things like education and science and research rather than into arms and, uh, and so forth. Uh, that's, I don't think, that's a zero-sum game. Uh, whereas I think with uh, uh, investment in education, it's a win-win game for everybody. Um, now for education, um, I think we would we, we we have come. One of the lessons I think when we listen to uh, to the children, and we have to listen to the children in education. I I sometimes think that it's one sector that we don't listen to the client, um, and it makes bad economic practice when you don't listen to the client. Um, but our client, our children, when we listen to them, the, the thing that they miss most about school is the socialization that they have with their friends. Not so much about the learning and the maths and stuff. So the school, as we go back, I think would have to be a re-engineered space where we build that kind of social competencies. Um, the competencies of mindfulness, which means emotion regulation, because COVID has really brought to their attention how emotions, mental health is so important. Um, how to have emotional resilience at times of stress, like what we have gone through. Emotional uh, resilience is important in terms of mindfulness, emotion regulation, attention regulation. Then of course, empathy in terms of understanding the others uh, who are in their own, uh, in their own perspective. 
and not to make values judgments based on from yourself. And then compassion is to do something about it rather than just uh, just uh, being empathetic. Um, so these are these are the kind of trainings I think our new education system uh, should. I always say MGIP was ahead of the curve because we focused on digital pedagogies and SEL before COVID hit us. We started this in 2015, 2014, when I, 2015, we started putting together all these things. We knew that the digital world was the new, the new frontier. As a, as, a, as a track, you know, the final frontier. So this is the new frontier. And, and, I, and we knew that, and, but we need to, we wanted to make sure that we take advantage of it rather than just being a transmission, transmissive kind of a medium. And then, of course, social emotional, because the WHO report in 2015 was saying that mental health, depression, suicides, and anxiety is now going to be one of the most crisis, health crisis that we are going to face, and especially among the younger generation. The school is one of the best places to start training them. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you talked. Um, it's so wonderful to hear you talk about some of the work that you're doing at the NGIEP. So for those that are not familiar, it's the Mahatma Gandhi Institute for Education for Peace and Sustainable Development. Um, uh, briefly, what are some of the goals of this organization and um, what are some of the things that you are, uh, some of the big questions that you're trying to answer? You've touched on a few of them, but are there any others? Well, it's a lofty goal, um, and I think it's one that the, uh, the Mahatma had always been uh, pushing for. Um, he had two, he had many keywords, but the two that we tend to really focus on is Satyagraha, which is truth, and Ahinsa, which is nonviolence. Um, and what we thought, and this is something that I, I wanted to stress, is that Learning about nonviolence, learning about empathy, learning about sustainable development, reading it from the books does not mean that you're going to act in that particular way. So what we say is, uh, you know, you can see many people cite Gandhi and then go and do exactly the opposite. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I for an eye will leave the world blind, but yet, you know, if somebody hits, some, somebody pulls the trigger, the, the next reaction is, I'll pull the trigger again. Um, so it's a never ending downward spiral. So our goal and drawing from some of the recent work from the neurosciences is what we say is building the Gandhi neural networks. So what does it need, what does, what kind kind of training do you need to wire the neural networks that Gandhi had developed over his whole life? Because one of his sayings is that when he said, my life is, is, my, is my philosophy. But that took many years over time. And as you know, with Gandhi, he went through times where he's been called a racist during his time in South Africa. And he has sort of said, yes, I have, but he has he evolved, he changed. And, and, and that's the whole process of living. But if we can train our young people to kind of develop those neural networks, which Gandhi had uh, 
had developed over his lifespan or even attempting to do it on a daily basis is, is good enough. And that's wh where we are focusing on. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Art of Teaching podcast today. I hope that you, like me, got some valuable insights out of our discussions. For show notes, please visit theartofteachingpodcast.com. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and can't wait to see you for next week's episode. Music